0: As I've said in numerous other videos, I think the way to make money in the stock market is to, first of all, take advantage of your opportunity to invest in well-run companies, and then to anticipate what's going to happen in the future— and then take advantage of those opportunities by finding undervalued stocks that are going to improve the way that we live. One of the things I do on a regular, every day, is I read the Wall Street Journal uh, every morning and then I watch the evening news every evening And I don't spend a whole lot of time watching the ticker and watching how much I'm making or losing on a daily basis because I can't influence that. What I can influence in is what I invest in. So this morning I had to take Nita uh, to the eye doctor and um, while I was waiting for her, I sat and read the Wall Street Journal. And in this morning's Wall Street Journal, the first thing that leaped out of me is loan income helps Bank of America profits. And it shows me some charts here, and it shows me that the the biggest money that they made was in in deals, in, in, I guess, financing the SPACs and things of that nature. Over alongside of it says, um, dear workers strike walkout spreads. And basically what that article says is that John Deere workers say are saying no. Your six percent isn't good enough. Um, we're the workers. We want to share in your profits. And I, I'm not. I, I, I'm, I have varying opinions on that. I turn the pages and uh, deals power. Stan uh, Morgan Stanley's profits. And as I read, I find that these banks' profits are going up anywhere from 60, 45 to 60% in third quarter, as opposed to normal third quarters, 2019. Um, um, Citicorps uh, soars, profits soar, 48% uh, rally the stock. And then I come down here and it says junk loan, uh, shine as investors pile into risky parts of CLOs. CLOs is a term that most people don't recognize, and and I didn't really know what it was in, until uh, 2008. And it's um, uh, collateralized loan obligations, and what these are 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 mortgages or or business loans that are put together and then as a package and then investors invest in them so you get some aa loans you get some triple b loans you get junk and they're saying that these loans are yielding 29.7 uh, per 29.7% um that just threw me right back to 2008. That's exactly what was happening then. Then I, I turn the paper and it tells me that uh, Bank of America stands out from the pack. These banks are making enormous amounts of money. Um, then I read here, real retailers charter ships to ensure supplies. What? And as I read into that, I learned that that, um, uh, uh, let's see, it's uh, Home Depot, Costco, Walmart, Coca-Cola and Dollar Tree are actually chartering ships to go to China uh, to get the the, the uh, supplies that they need for Christmas because the supply chain is broken and they can't get them uh, through the normal supply chain. I learned that what used to take forty days from from the docks in Shanghai to to the warehouses in Chicago now takes eighty days, and that there are sixty ships sitting in the harbor at the L.A. harbor when normally there are none and and even though Joe came forward and said let's um uh, let's um uh, put the the port on a 24-hour work day, seven days a week. You still don't have the truck drivers. You still don't have the people at, at the railroad depots. You don't have you don't have the warehouse people. And so this thing isn't going to go away. And then I drop down, and here it says China's property market faces five trillion dollar um, of reckoning wow, that's, that's pretty heavy. Um, and then I, I drop, uh, jobless claims drop, production prices climb. And then a big article on what's behind the worker shortage. All of this it sums up to one thing to me, and that's what this video is all about. It's a long time getting here, but I wanted you to go through, as I was waiting for my wife, what I was reading and I'm thinking, what do, what's going on and how can I profit from it? I'm not your financial advisor. I'll be right with you. Best of Us Investors presents Carrie Griegmeier. okay i came home after going to the eye doctor and everything's fine and and i started making some notes and and saying let me see if i can put some order to this to come to some some conclusion as to how this is going to affect my portfolio. Now, if you saw my yesterday's portfolio, you know I think there's a market crash. And I I kind of prepped it by saying it's the Halloween crash. I don't think it'll happen to Halloween because I don't think the market's awake enough to know what's going on. And as I said, the banks are just making ridiculous amounts of money. And a lot of that is coming from the fact that they receive part of that $9 trillion that uh, that Donald sent into the system um, in 2020 to to help them through the crisis, to to give them reserves so that when the foreclosures and the forbearance came off and the foreclosures went on, they would have enough money to withstand those foreclosures and those write-offs. Well, they didn't happen. Uh, they, they didn't happen, so, so they have a lot of money to put out. And, it, uh, and what I learned was most of it went to the SPACs and to the mergers and acquisitions and the money that some of these secondary companies that aren't profitable, that have a good idea, need it. And as a result of that, we saw, as I showed, uh, the bank's profits were up anywhere from 48 um, to 60%. And the biggest part of that 80 came their fees were up 88% particularly in the form in the in the uh, case of Goldman Sachs and some of the others and these are the fees they're charging um, small companies that that need to raise capital to go public and um, to, to finance their ideas. The other area that their, their, their profits were very heavily up was not lending to consumers, but lending to uh, individual investors against their margin accounts. That, that, those, those profits were up. Twenty-five percent. These are all speculative things. And then when, when again, I told you about the the article that said that uh, these collateralized debt instruments are coming back into play. If you don't know what that is, right under the description, I've shown you five movies you want. You should watch. One is The Big Short, and they'll they'll do in The Big Short. They'll show you a little block tower where they said, okay, this. This mortgage goes bad, and 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 this junk bond goes bad, and then the whole collateralized um, debt obligation collapses, and and the investors don't get their money. Well, if if some of that is some of that five trillion that's going to come from China, you now understand that this is a very precarious position, and I think at, at, as it said. That investors are making 29% on it. That's that's insane. The only place you can make more on than that is these banks. What is it? They said Goldman Sachs shares are up 50%, Bank of America's shares are up 49%. So so we we know that they're profiting off of this unrealistic needs for small companies, and then needs for ch- chasing returns. Then you throw into it inflation. Inflation and the labor shortage. 43 million workers are missing. Where did they come from? Well, the 3.6 million of them are, are baby boomers who said, I'm just going to retire. Enough with this nonsense. We we can make it on what we got. So So now you have- a labor shortage, which means then that that companies are going to have to pay more. I I read where the hotel industry has 17% less workers than they used to, but their, their payroll is up 13%. Well, if costs are going up and labor is shortage and goods are not available if if in fact what was it i wrote down if if there are no goods to sell there will be decreased sales if there are decreased sales there will be decreased profits if there are decreased profits price of stocks will go down so we're we're in a in a crazy curve here we've got We've got banks making money hand over fist as a result of the $9 trillion that came and the over-exuberance of lending to shaky organizations has rings of 2008, uh, and then you have labor shortage of 43 million workers missing, so you're going to have to pay workers more and John Deere's on strike because the workers want some of John Deere's profits, I'm seeing inflation, I'm seeing labor shortage, and then I'm seeing on the positive side of it, how do you solve this problem? You solve this problem basically uh, through technology. Uh, If you don't have the truckers to pick up the containers, to take them to the trains, to take them to Chicago, you you need to get autonomous trucks. I think that's that solution. If you can't get goods out of China on a timely basis so retail can't sell us what we need for Christmas, and they get it 80 days, they get it in March, and they have to store it and so their profits are down. What do you do now? You bring the manufacturing to the United States. How do you do that? I think it's 3D printing and robotics. I think that's the answer to that problem. So we've got the truckers are going to be replaced by autonomous truckers. We we don't need any more some goods from China because we can print them with 3D and have robots make them because we don't have workers to do it. I think I see where we're going, and this is what Kathy Woods has been telling us for three years now, Uh, uh, disruption, Uh, technology disruption. So understanding where we're at, I think we're going to see a correction. Maybe not by Thanksgiving, maybe shortly after Christmas, but then this problem has to be solved. It, you just can't say, okay, we're going to live with it. You can't do that. And and I have confidence that somebody in Washington understands this because they are trying to raise $3.5 trillion to rebuild our infrastructure. And Joe has held up that, that big 33 album, which he said are um, semiconductors. Uh, so I think they're aware of it. But They don't have the solution before Christmas. They don't have a solution before this time next year. But we know where it's headed. So, and how do I know that? I read the Wall Street Journal. I watch the evening news. I don't spend my time watching the ticker. Many of you don't know what that meant, but my dad used to go down to the Um, Morgan Stanley or whatever office, Merrill Lynch, I think it was. And he and a bunch of guys that sit there and they'd watch the ticker. That's the same thing you see um, under the um, the when when on squawk box and them they show the ticker. Well, that used to be a, a tape. In fact, in fact, they they used to be able to walk up and see the paper tape and 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 see what what a stock was selling for. Well, we're beyond that. Things are moving a little faster than that. But I think my take is, uh, my channel is going to be about the Wall Street Journal. Going to be about the evening news. Going to be about how do these dots connect together, and how can I benefit from it? Now, later this afternoon at uh, three o'clock, I will meet with my tribe. Um, we'll get on the phone and we'll discuss things like this, and we'll get I'll get feedback from them as to what they think this all means, and so collectively we will make a better decision. We're right on the verge of 150,000 subscribers. I want to take that to at least 500,000 and I want to get a big majority of those people into our Discord where we meet on Fridays and we discuss what we see. And then we we build committees that say, "Okay, Um, this is what I'll do. This is what they'll, and we'll get back together at the end of the week and we'll see what we think is the right way to go. Okay. That's my day. That's what I did today, this morning anyway. And, um, That's what I'll do this afternoon. Talk to my tribe. If you want to be a part of it, come to Best of Us Investors and uh, just leave me your name and your email address and I'll send you an invitation. All right. Have a wonderful weekend um, and um, let's make some money in this market. Let's make some good investment decisions.